Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us. You can ask questions about the stories. You can submit your own fan art and we can all go like, oh my God, I can't believe they made it look so cool or whatever we say. And then also uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Hey players, it's Paul Purnell here, the creative director of the RPG Empire, and Lucas on Strangers in the Pines. Also the keeper for Dust World Neon Cities, if you haven't checked that out. I'm just here to tell you a little bit about what's going on. This is our live show. We're really excited to present to you, but also it was our first live show. And even though everything was working perfectly before we hit the record button, after the record button got hit, something went wonky and the audio is a little bit off. So it has been treated and, you know, we've really tried to clean it up, but it's still a little bit on the wonky side. And if that puts you off, I understand you can just skip it while it is sort of canonical. It's not that like integral to the overall story. It's just something fun we did. That being said, the overall quality of season two of Strangers in the Pines will take a nice boost as we have gotten everybody a new microphone so we all match and we'll be recording it just at a better quality. We're really excited about that, really excited about Strangers in the Pines season two, and we are super appreciative that you have been listening this far and listening to me jabber on. One other 
note is that we are looking for some people to help out in our community in the Discord channel. So if you like helping set up little events and keeping people chatting and really just helping build community, uh, go ahead and reach out to us. Um, you can email us at the rpgempire.company at gmail.com or sign up on our discord and message paul that's me personally and i will talk to you and we can see what we can work out so we're looking for a few different people to be a part of our community uh kind of like ambassadors yeah so we're really excited for that as well so thank you so much and let's get on with the live show about to be crazy The three of you are sitting outside one of the many restaurants in the blossoming town of Pine Forge, enjoying the late summer afternoon of 1969. While most people have tried to trek across the country over to New York to see the Woodstock concert, those on the West Coast have picked another destination, Pine Forge for their annual music festival. Pinestock. You three, Evelyn Green, Maida Santiago, and Chadwick Woodmore, are part of the Strangers, an organization that you all have come to join one way or another. That are the peacekeepers and protectors of normalcy within Pine Forge. And up until recently, your job has been rather peaceful, but with the gathering of people in Pine Forge, there have been attacks in the woods. Animal corpses have been found mutated and mutilated, and you now are on the lookout and making sure that whatever is causing it doesn't attack the concert. So, uh, the cast today will be Blaze as um Chadwick Woodmore hello Josh as Evelyn Green and well, hello there as Midas Santiago hello I'm very happy to meet you I did not expect us to do the voice but okay <laughs> hello <clears throat> so as you guys are relaxing you hear over the radio the sounds of the recently appointed young new G uh, young new DJ. Hello there, it's Murdoch Fox coming to you live on the Fox Hunt. Everybody's gearing up for the music sensation coming live soon. Two days until the festival starts. I hope everyone's getting ready. So, while we're on the topic of that, it seems that. We need some volunteers over at the fairgrounds to help set up. So anyone willing to go over there and lend a helping hand would be greatly appreciated. And now coming to you with the number one on the chops on the charts here is Sugar Sugar by the Archies. As as the and as you all begin to sing uh, the Spanish and um, <laughs> <laughs> Chad, 
you receive a small notification on your your uh, your father's proprietary new device, um, and looking at it, you see that uh, it, it says, "Get to the fairgrounds as soon as possible." Zero. Now are we well, all hanging out together? Yep, you all are now outside. Um, it's uh, where it is. Um, uh, Duckford's uh, egg cream egg cream shop. Well, uh, it almost seems like that radio announcement was made for us, wasn't it? You know, I do hate the name of the program, but he does play some nice music. I'm not really much of a music fan myself, but I'm learning to get into it. I could, it has its occasional jams. I find no practical use for music. Well, not everything has to be practical, Midas. Y'all are just a two couple of stick in the muds. Maybe so. She just goes off and kind of like dances. I'm wondering. Midas is looking through like a, uh, like a notebook that he's writing in. Well, I think we should, uh, go over there and avail ourselves of, uh, the concert's, uh, staff. It would be the best way to keep an eye on things. And a little birdie told me that there might be, uh, something of use over there. Are you sure we can't just let them have fun? I mean, you know, they're just getting in touch with nature and they'll be fine. I'm sure of it. Well, they won't be fine if they're hunted down now, will they? Well, it depends on what your definition of fine is, I suppose. If you mean bodily unharmed, then no, I don't believe so. I think if a disaster strikes this town, this town will never be able to recover. This is our big moment in the sun, and I think we need to take full advantage of it. We need to keep an eye on that concert. Isaac, we're all a part of, uh, a part of the strangers already, right? Yep. yep. So we, we know we work for Chadwick Woodmore the fifth, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you could just say, you know, we got a mission or whatever. Well, that's what the birdie, um, the birdie, uh, the bird is a bald eagle that stares intensely and watches everything you do and might go by name of zero. Uh, but it says, uh, we should head over in that direction. We've got a mission. And Chad, what do you know about the birds or the bees? (laughs) I don't got your head. So are you trying to say the bird is the word? No. Ooh, meow, meow. Uh, Let's go. All right. As you will finish up that conversation, as well, we'll, 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 we'll call it politely, um, you guys make your way through the town over to the fairgrounds, uh, where you are greeted by your father's public secretary, Chadwick, um, Rosilia. Now, she has no knowledge of the abnormal side of Pine Forge, but is the head of all the public relations for the Woodmore Corporation. Hello there, Chadwick. 
you've got your friends along. Um, right now, we're coordinating mostly stage setup. Um, I figured you would be along. Your father said that you'd be coming. Uh, I'm sure he did. Mrs. Green, I know that um, uh, you are very uh, well acquainted uh, being a forest stranger with the natural settings. We seem to have... Uh, We've, we've seen some strange movements over in the woods, kind of on the uh, the edge of the fairgrounds. We're hoping it isn't a bear or lynx of some sort. If you'd be so kind as to take a look out uh, for us. And of course, I'm, uh, if you, we don't have a specific job for you, but anything that you're willing to help. We have uh, audio technicalities, um, getting lighting set up, whatever you'd be good at. I know you are skilled in many ways, so... All right, that's the deal. Run along and start uh, getting uh, parking set up and flyers posted. Just make sure that we have enough room for people. And what was her name again? Uh, Resilia. Resilia? Uh, Midas goes, oh, Resilia, I am very skilled, I assure you. Uh, of course. And then he winks at her. She, that's our Midas. She gives a polite smile. Midas, you are disgusting. I'm sorry. I had to say it. Oh, Miss Green, you wish I was winking at you. Poof. All right. No, uh, it, a pleasure then. Um, I did miss. What was my task again? Uh, if you could, um, if you would just be willing to help with some stage setup, do some public relations. Um, absolutely. I'll be sure to talk to the band. Uh, the Bird Crows. They're the first act up, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. They're the first in the itinerary. All right. I'll make sure to give them the Iron Forge welcome. Thank you so much. This has really taken a lot off my plate. All right. Well, I'll see you all later. Um, and get ready for Pine Stock. And she starts to walk off and starts talking with a few other people and starts making her way into a crowd of just festival workers. Um, as you guys are kind of left standing there on your own. When you lazy. <clears throat> I believe I've got a bear or a lynx to attend to over by the wood line. You're going to say something there, Chad? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, can you believe that out east they're having a farm hold a festival like this? I think this is going to do much better than that since it's being held by the actual town. It'll be much more legitimate and have better infrastructure. Also have us on the lookout. Now, the question is, do they have a killer beast at their party? Because if not, it's not much of a party. Exactly. I uh, think we have the advantage. I'll be uh, over by uh, the bird crows. Alley ho. Then off I go. All right. So uh, Jad walks away, um, my, uh, leaving you, Midas, and you, Evelyn, there just kind of chilling out. Are you guys going to head to your uh, additional tasks? Uh, I think Midas looks over at Evelyn and he goes, I thought he would never leave. Hello. She just kind of like uh, makes her eyes like, you know, like opens her eyes really wide for a second and kind of rocks on her heels and then just turns and walks away. This is not the first time this has happened. Damn it. Oh, well. Uh, he walks off. I think he's just going to start kind of like getting in all sort of technical issues. Uh, so he'll head to the sound sound booth area 
I want to try and plug some devices in to see if I can kind of like reverse the uh, the speakers to use them as like uh, be able to like pick up you know almost like uh, what am I thinking like sonar? a sonar yeah so I have some stuff in my bag and I'm thinking like if I can plug into the sound system and like send out a ping sound and kind of use it as a sonar okay um. On technical fact, uh, speakers and microphones are basically the same, just different scales. Yep, exactly. So, perfect. And, uh, yeah, you can absolutely uh, roll me use magic. Okay. Um, use magic for technical difficulties. Well, <laughs> yep. I, I guess it could be no, I, I don't use, use anomaly, but... <laughs> um. Isaac thinks in the 60s, everyone thought that uh, technology was just magic. <laughs> hey, you show someone from the 60s, the World Wide Web, they're pretty, they're pretty well in Disney down. Nice. Uh, I got a nine. Uh, the effect I am rolling for is probably, so there's already been attacks at this place, right? Or just, no, beast. There are attacks, attacks in the woods, okay. and, but there haven't been any attacks on any humans yet. Okay, so but, then what I want to do is <laughs> uh, I want to summon a monster into the world. So not like actually into the world, but basically what I'm thinking is, you know, if there's a cat-like beast, I'm going to like make a, a ultrasonic sound come out of the speakers that will attract it towards, towards here. And okay. my glitch, sorry, I'm sure that this is <laughs> put glitches in here your ideas uh my my i'll say the it draws immediate unwelcome attention uh, <laughs> all the dogs start barking in the neighborhood that yeah that's that's actually exactly what happens is as you guys are walking away uh you you went to try and make it ultrasonic but it wasn't and so the world's loudest screech starts erupting from every speaker in this in this uh in this fairgrounds and you all watch as uh every animal every squirrel every bird every little creature of the underbrush starts rushing out of the woods and towards this fairground well that did not go exactly as i was expecting hmm. i turn the volumes back down uh as you do, Evelyn, Evelyn comes running over uh, um, because she understood what was happening and she runs up to Midas and says like, what the hell are you doing here, Pied Piper? <laughs> you know, I was trying to do science stuff. Well, maybe try to do it a little bit more quietly. It was supposed to be ultrasonic. Only animals can hear it, but uh, I must have crossed a wire or something. Well, great. And you got more than one wire crossed. All right, I'm coming back out there. All right, stop calling every dang animal in the forest. Well, hopefully our beast is uh, on its way here as well. It's got a buffet now, too, with all these little critters around. All right. She walks away. Uh, okay, see you later. All right, so you start to walk away, and um, you start making your way into the woods. Is there anything you're, uh, you're looking for in particular, or... What are you what are you doing, Evelyn, now that you have thoroughly berated Midas for his summoning of all the woodland critters like the Disney princess he is? <laughs> I think she's kind of skeptical. <laughs> she's kind of skeptical of the uh, the whole situation. So she's just kind of like 
you know, she's she's checking, but she's not like, you know, uh, uh, seriously looking at this point. So um, and she's just kind of uh, investigating, a, investigating a mystery. But yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah. Investigating a mystery. It's like, play this game, right? It blows up. Yeah. Seems like the right move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Street game. Now, uh, Evelyn is is the the matron, right? Not at the moment yet. She is. She's just. Uh, she's just a druid at the moment. Okay, but she has sort of like animal talking to like that sort of her use magic is animally stuff. Yes, she is a name. She is a natural based magic user. Ooh, got a five. Uh, that got a five. All right, we'll add experience. Oh, that's good. experience for all the times we're going to use this character to get no, that's sure do me lots of good um, <laughs> that's too bad uh yeah, so you know what happens do you know what happens <laughs> on a fail uh well i just don't think you don't get anything if i'm not mistaken well keeper does a keeper move yeah keeper is <laughs> the keeper has done a keeper move <laughs> in the shadows all right uh, all right um start auspicious so oh so last but certainly not least um chad you head over to the band and you see them getting ready starting to do they were doing a sound check but after these eruption of the sound they are now uh yelling at their their manager um to try and get the the sound guys to do their job. So, uh, everything going well over here? Uh, by the way, I should introduce myself. I'm, uh, Chad Woodmore the Sixth. Uh, I'm, uh, my father is an important person in this town. You could say he's mostly putting this on. There's no way it would go off without him. Is everything okay? Uh, their manager turns to you and goes, Oh, yeah, um, yeah, sorry, we just had this audio technicality and, and you know, I had audio malfunction, but yeah, uh, yeah, your father's sponsoring, sponsoring this, and he kind of like nudges the, the other band, and they, they turn and go, yeah, hey, hey, thanks for coming out here, yeah, it's good to meet you, yeah, yeah, it's good, it's a pleasure, pleasure, pleasure's all mine, <laughs> so, all right, we're gonna start, head back, finish up on the mic check. And uh, he goes, all right, guys, uh, just let me know if you need anything. And he turns back and he goes, oh, all right, um, is there anything you, you need? Oh, we're, we're, we're doing okay right here. Um, uh, Can someone uh, sound guys on it? I'm sorry. Did you really get those sound guys on it? Oh, my gosh. They, they, the boy's already disappointed that they, they're playing here. Um. And so I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to keep them wrangled. I think, I think this is going to be a fantastic festival. Uh, people aren't going to remember uh, the word Woodstock by the year 1984, if they'll even remember it by 1970. But people will have heard of Pinestock, trust me. I think this will launch your career. You could be the next Beatles. Mm. Well, fair enough. Um, but I do just have one one question for you, and I I don't mean it in any way to imply anything, but just to uh, 
keep my father's assets insured. You haven't noticed anything strange going on, anything like suspicious. I don't mean the drug stuff. That's to be expected. I've taken a couple puffs myself, but I, I mean more like there's nothing violent going on, you think, right now, is there? Well, more question. nothing, nothing with the, the band, but some of the roadies, uh, I noticed were having, had a really violent argument and one of them just stormed off. I wouldn't be worried about it, but we need them to help set up. Have you, roadies are pretty important from what I'm to understand. I can, uh, I think I can solve it fairly easily. Let me go talk to them. All right. Um. The the one that he had an argue with, that's going to be Clarence. Uh, look for the guy with the dragon tattoo on his shoulder. Um, all right, thanks. Well, I'll, I'll get the boys um, working and ready. Clarence it is. Not a usual name. Interesting. And then I'll walk away. All right. Uh, so is the, is the lead singer of the band's name Gage? <laughs> I have no idea what the lead singer of the band's name is. I don't know. Probably Rochester. <laughs> it is, in fact. No, because they're not from Pine Forge, and we've established Rochester is a Pine Forge zone. It's, a, it's the only name that's allowed in Pine Forge. Uh, it's kind of like saints' names in France. You can only use saints' names in France in much the same way. You know, your third child has to be named Rochester, even as a girl. That's how it works. Yeah. So... So, uh, uh, Chad, you walk off, um, Evelyn, you're in the woods, uh, Midas, now that you've done your sound test, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just fiddling with my pocket flamethrower and, uh, writing some notes in my notebook, which he's constantly writing in and observing like the edges of the forest clear around the clearing, just to see if I spot anything unusual. Um, I guess maybe... Like investigating a mystery. Sure, you're just kind of moving around, keeping an eye out. Yeah, we're only investigating a mystery. Trying to find some stuff, you know? Trying to find, trying to solve mysteries over here. <laughs> okay, I got an eight. So that will be one question. I will choose, uh, I think what sort of creature is it? So I don't know if there's tracks. Uh, I, I don't actually, how did we know there was a creature issue? What was the lead up to this? So you don't necessarily know that it's a technical like creature, like a giant bear or whatnot, but you have found these, uh, these very mutilated corpses of just like deer and smaller animals in the woods around Pine Forge and the, the markings don't match any natural predator in the area. So, you know, it's something that is abnormal, that is hunting in the woods around Pine Forge, but you don't actually know what type of creature it might be. Okay. So then, uh, I'm looking over the notes that I've taken from all of the corpses and if I've done any autopsy sort of situation. And, uh, and so when I ask what sort of creature is it, that's kind of what I'm doing is I'm like, I'm putting together a mental image, like rebuilding the animal, like rebuilding the situations of the attack. And I'm trying to, uh, kind of solve out like, okay, roughly how big is this thing? Like what, 
what, what, how would it have struck this animal, you know? And so kind of like using almost forensic uh, science and like working backwards to figure out what am I working, like, what am I looking at here? So you can tell by the size of the markings that whatever was attacking was using a singular, extremely long claw. And judging from the size of the gadgets and what the size of the claw would be, you figured the size of the creature that was attacking would probably be around six to seven feet tall. Okay. And what kind of footprints did it leave? It left quadrupedal footprints, but they were, they were, they almost looked like hoof prints, except if the hoof was just one singular, like one full circle of bone, it didn't have the the sort of chip in the middle that is, you know, sort toe. of indicator. Yes. The toe indicator on traditional cloven prints. Okay. So uh, with that idea, I start sketching out like, you know, roughly what I imagine this creature to be. So I know it's got like longish arms, really long four claw and kind of pointy back legs. So, yep. And you start, you start working on that. Uh, Evelyn, you're still, uh, moving around in the woods. Um, I think, I think she's like super relaxed and she's like, uh, uh, kind of like smiling a little bit thinking like, oh, they're, you know, they don't, they don't know what's going on. They're just making a big deal out of nothing. Um, but, uh, she, she, uh, uh, gets pretty far into the woods so that, you know, like people aren't necessarily watching her and she, uh, bends down and, um, Tries to get a squirrel to come over to her. She wants to have a conversation with the squirrel. Okay. You got to do the squirrel voice, Isaac. (laughs) (laughs) On the live show. Yeah. You do magic. All right. And I really hope you fail this one so I don't have to simulate. (laughs) He goes down a helium balloon. Oh, nope. So that's a nine. All right. Pick one effect and one, uh, one glitch. glitch. Okay. Um, oh, wait. Don't I have a thing? <laughs> Do you? Um, I think I have a thing, that old black magic. When you use magic, you can... No, wait. Sorry. Uh, Mystic, every time you successfully use magic, take a plus one forward. Yeah. Oh, so that's a forward. Never mind. Not like a thing that I can use on it right now. Yeah. So, okay. So it has a uh, glitch or a gitch, like I was about to just say, because I'm an idiot. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> so obviously I'm going to communicate with something that you do not share a language with. Um, and uh, just because I... Um, it a point to try to be all alone in the woods. Uh, I'm going to choose the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention. Ooh, something else. Uh, you do have the old black magic. You can ask and investigate a mystery question whenever you use magic. I did almost read that same one. Okay. So yeah. So uh, what happens with the squirrel? Does the squirrel come over? Yeah, yeah. You you raise your hand out and you touch you touch the tree and they scroll kind of scurries down and scurries onto your sh- onto your your hand and looks up at you and uh, and starts to to squeak. Uh, what question would you like to ask it? Hey there, little nutter. Um, how are you doing today? Doing fantastic. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. 
Uh, you ready for this concert? What's a concert? Oh, you know, just a bunch of loud music and a bunch of humans. You'll probably, you know, get fed some snacks, some nuts and stuff. I love nuts. I know you do. I know you do. You all do. Well, um, look, there's been a little bit of unpleasantness going on in the woods lately. And, uh, uh, I'm, I was just curious if you, if you've seen anything, uh, anything going on, uh, uh, if there's a, some sort of weird creature in the woods, uh, what kind of creature would you say it is? The twisted hunter. The twisted hunter. And as you, as it says this, it scampers off your arm and you hear a little bit of shuffling behind you and you watch as a spine flies out from the underbrush and nails you right in the shoulder. And it's probably about a three foot long, pure white bone spine. And it hurts. Uh, you take two damage. Dang, yeah. Well, damn. I know, right? You drew unwanted attention. And draw what? Come on. <laughs> um, all right. You got a shotgun. Okay, so two harm. All right. I yeah, she whips around and uh I think she uh if it's even possible, she picks up the spine. It's embedded in you. Yeah, you can pull it right out. It's like an arrow. All right. Well, that's now her new spear. Um she whips around, ready to, uh, uh, ready to defend herself. Um, you can tell you spend a lot of time around predators and prey, and you understand pretty animal behavior pretty well. As soon as you start to show that you're a threat, you see whatever was in the underbrush, you just start run off, running off into the woods. It flees immediately. Thanks, Chase. All right. Uh, you go after it. Um... As you're moving through the woods now, now running and, and leaping, uh, you see that it, it's weird. It, it just looks like a torso with four limbs, but each limb is tipped with a long bone-like protrusion. And on the back, kind of like a porcupine, it has these spines like the one that was in your, your arm. Yeah, she's going to... Uh... She's going to chuck the spear. All right. Um, yep. Pin it to a tree. She's going to try to pin it to a tree. Roll to kick some ass. Uh, the Olympics aren't for another three years, guys. Come on. Are we doing javelin throws? I mean, they, don't they have to practice? Fair enough. All right. So that is a 10. Um, kick it ass. You get to choose one extra effect. I'm assuming you're going to be forcing where you want them. Some more I want them and then and, and suffer less. All right. So uh you throw this this spine that it had shot at you in it nails it right in the right in the side, and as it does, it pierces through the side of this creature and embeds in a tree and it yay it, it causes this thing to yank to a stop as it tries to like pull itself free. It's not making any noises, any screeches, anything like that. Um, and as you get closer, you realize that this thing doesn't have a mouth. It has these two large eyes in the middle of its torso. 
And other than the bones and other than the, 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 its limbs and its spines, it doesn't have anything else on it. The eyes, um, are they kind of cute looking like it's like scared and all cartoony? No, no, it looks like they're, they almost look uh, like they are out there. Uh, they are like the eyes of an owl, uh, creature with albinism. They are just red irises with a black pupil and they're probably about the size of a, I don't know like a dessert plate and the two of them right in its chest and they're just like looking at you and just kind of each of them is acting independently and looking you up and down it is very strange this thing is probably about six feet tall it's a pretty large creature this sense that it's it's not natural it's not of this world no 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 you've seen monsters this would qualify as a number one monster Okay. Uh, she's going to call out to, um, to everyone else. Uh, Do we have walkie talkies? Sure. For for the ease of being a DM. Yes. You guys have walkie talkies. The big ones though, the, like the, the military grade. Um, (laughs) but we picked them up at the military surplus store from like, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, cool. (laughs) That part doesn't matter. Uh, walkie-talkie, uh, she says, uh, I might want to get over here by the, um, the, the, the woods, the edge of the woods. I, uh, think I found something. I don't know how long it's going to stick around, though. I'm blank. I probably hear this. Yeah, you both hear that and start making your way over to it, I'm assuming. Um, no, not, not, I'm still looking for this roadie, but... Okay. Uh, I think Midas answers and he's like, starts describing the thing he sketched. Does it look like, sorry, that was Russian. Does it look like this, this, and this? And he kind of describes more or less what, what he drew. But I, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like. Other than, <laughs> other, than, other than the spines, which haven't been used in an attack, he describes like something that's pretty close to what you're looking at. You know what, Midas? Uh, looking clocks right twice a day. So just get over here and uh, let me use that weird old brain of yours. I'll be right over there after I deal with a small little disturbance. The concert goes on regardless. I'm on my way. You know, you know most of the things you say sound evil, right? Uh, excuse me. I'm merely trying to make this concert go off without a hitch. Just letting you know, just a little, little feedback, that's all. Okay, over, out. I made the noise wrong, bye. <laughs> and uh, more, as they say. So, uh, Midas starts making his way over, uh, that, uh, the creature's still pinned, and Chad, uh, you're heading over towards this Rody Clarence, and um, he's moving a piece of audio equipment, you're not sure what it is at the moment. Um, as he sets it down, he turns and you see this long uh green and red asian dragon just like wrapping from his shoulder down to about his elbow um as he wipes some sweat from his head and looks over he goes uh can i help you uh hello my, my name's uh shadwick uh woodford the sixth uh my father's putting on this festival oh uh, all right nice to meet you i'm clarence Pleasure to meet you. Uh, 
I heard that there was some problems earlier. I just wanted to make sure everything was uh, going a-okay. Uh, yeah, no, everything's fine. Sorry, we don't know what happened with that mic check earlier, but other than that, yeah, everything's uh, going okay. Um, You're certain that? I heard there was uh, something that caused you some problems, so I'm, oh, I'm here to help. No, nah, uh, nothing, nothing much. It's uh, nothing, nothing to worry about. Everything's fine. So just a little argument. Over what? Look, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to do my job here. Like, um, well, I'm, I'm just here to help. And if, if feel free to talk to me about anything, because, um, it's very important. This concert go off as planned, but, uh, I think we have the same objective there. All right. Uh, I just. I'll leave you to it. All right. And Look, I, if you're just... Just look, go and see if you can find Roger, okay? He's kind of a little bit skinnier, uh, dark hair. Look for... He has really bad acne. Just see if you can find him, okay? Um, when did he go missing? Yesterday, that's quite some time. Uh, what area? Uh, last place I saw him was, uh, honestly near the main stage. We were doing some last minute setup and that's when the, uh, the argument happened. Did he run off into the woods? Uh, I don't know. I, I stormed off. I'll keep an eye out for her. All right. If you could do that, man, I haven't seen him and I just want to make sure he's okay. That's my priority as well. Well, just, man, just don't fire him, man. We're all just, we're just trying to do our best, man. We're not, we're not hurting anyone with like used and stuff. We're just, we just want to do our job, man. I would think you would be in charge of the hiring and firing. I just want to make sure that everybody's safe and okay. Okay, so you're cool? Uh, well, I mean, I'm one of the kids, aren't I? I'm just here to groove and, uh, to these hip tunes. I don't know, man. Some of you, some of these weird hill kids got, got some, got some against us. I don't know, man, but if you're cool, you're cool. If has anybody given you any problems? I can talk to them for you. No, he just... There's something that's been... This, this new shit that's going around. People are calling it... People are calling it Magic Tar. I don't know exactly what it is, but... Apparently, uh, apparently it's been knocking some people out. Roger got his hands on some and I told him not to use it. What we had to do when what we had work to do and he got pissed and he stormed off and well, ah, this is uh, one of those things. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you trusted me with that. I am again, one of these hip new kids who's a big fan of uh, beach boys. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll go see what I can do about it. You're awkward as all hell, man, but at least you seem cool. I'm, 
Thank you. Looking out for us, Wayne. Absolutely. Not that awkward. <laughs> and then I uh, kind of race off in the direction of where uh, Evelyn was, because I think that's a little bit bigger priority than finding some stuff who, you know, had the wrong asset. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, quick so, question, Isaac. How old are we supposed to be? Because I was imagining Midas more like 25, maybe 30. And so, it sounds like Chad, like uh, Blade is thinking Chad is, you know, like a high schooler. Chad, I thought it's like young 20s. Yeah, no, you have the right idea. Chad is probably like 21, 22. Uh, Midas is a little bit older than Chad and Evelyn. Okay. Chad, it's awesome. That's a little to play. <laughs> But no, you guys are like early to mid twenties. It's not okay. anything. Yeah, I think uh, Midas. If I have, if I got the time right, is like twenty five, twenty six. Okay, so he already has like a doctorate kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And Chad also is going to be playing up how young he is because you know, I'm cool, man. That uh, don't call me corporate. I am. Uh, don't call me that. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm going to head off into the woods. So you head off into the woods and um, Evelyn, as you're sort of waiting there and watching this creature, um, it's, it's sort of looking you up and down and you, uh, you hear Chad and Midas start to break for the underbrush and as they come through and this creature, this creature looks at them and starts to like shake and be- become panicked. And you wise watch as, as you get closer, it starts to dissolve. And this creature's like shaking and falling apart as it dissolves into this black goo. Before this happens, like as we're approaching, can I either do like an act under pressure or something to pull out like a, um, I think they would exist by now, like a Polaroid camera would pull. Yeah. Oh, or just any camera, just a camera. Quick Google search. Quick Google search. I'm okay with saying that you have some sort of image capturing device, even if it's not like a technical Polaroid. Okay, 48. So they're around. Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So I think I just pop out a Polaroid and I just start snapping as many as I can before this thing is totally dissolved. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, my fascinating. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Roll me an active under pressure to see if you manage to get a picture of it before it even starts to, the, to disintegrate. Okay. You're going to get pictures of it, but just a quality. Dang it. I got a six. <laughs> oh. Add experience. Oh, yeah. So you, you start to take pictures and you realize that the shutter speed is just off and the quality of the picture is so grainy and bad that you can really tell. But you manage to get it to get it set and take a few pictures of the thing of the thing halfway through it melting. Okay. But is the black stuff trying to escape? Or is it just no, laying there? No, yeah. it's just sort of laying there and it's starting to kind of dissipate into the soil. I take a sample quickly and put it in a little bottle. Okay. Yeah. You take a, a sample of this, this goop and it is, it's weird. It's kind of like mud, but it feels more fibrous. Like if someone took like very thinly chopped up vines and mixed them into mud. So it has this weird sort of texture in it, but it's like pitch black. I definitely cover my mouth. Like, I don't want to breathe anything near this thing. <laughs> yeah. And you get a oh nice, my God. This is crazy. You get a nice little test tube sample of it. 
Mm, um, or it sort of dis- dissipates into the soil. And this stuff dissolves like really quickly. You've done a lot of chemical work and this is, whatever this is, does not like to exist in this state. Does the bone spear, is it still there? Um, actually, no. As like, as this thing disappears, like that bone spear just completely dissolves into this and just turns into basically dust and then dirt. So as this creature dissolves. Well, that was interesting. What do you think that was? That, that wasn't anything from our woods or really any woods anywhere that I know of or have even heard of or frankly have even imagined. <laughs> yes, I do not know. Um, Isaac, can we investigate a mystery based on what we've seen so far? Absolutely. I'll help out. I'm great about it. Ooh, I got 11. You can help yeah. out if you want. Maybe get a 12. I don't know. Uh, actually, I don't need to get a 12. It doesn't do anything. Uh, so I hold two. Um, let's do... We know where... It, uh, what can hurt it? Um, although that might be something I need the lab to more figure out. Um, what was it going to do? So I want to like, maybe um, Evelyn can take us back to where it, where she first spotted it and we can see if there was any, some sort of evidence. Like we're basically, uh, Midas is going to like interview her and search the area to figure, try to figure out what it was going to do. Okay. So, um, I think you get two questions, right? I do. Yeah. I'm going to hold the other one for now. Okay. So you go back and you look and you find, uh, actually the, the court, the mangled, the mangled corpses of a small family of deer that have been. Whole family. I mean, it's, jeez, Isaac. I mean, it's not something like it's feet four. (laughs) It's like a block of dough and two fawns. This time it's personal. Bambi, three, the creature. Yeah, this is the, this is the one they put in the Disney vault. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nice. So the, but what's weird is they've been dragged. Whatever this thing was doing, it was dragging these bodies somewhere. Okay. I, I want to follow like the trajectory of the path. So with that, I want to go, where did it go? Okay. So you, uh, you follow it and you start biking through the woods. Yeah. I like pull out my notebook and I'm taking notes. I also have a map out and I'm like trying to use you know, like my compass and trajectory to figure out like what could be in this area, all that sort of stuff. So you follow it and you find uh, that you're on the hill, kind of the farther edge of the hill, but the hill nonetheless. And you see as this drag mark leads into the, the manicured uh, backyard of this estate and down into what appears to be a storm cellar well that's it for this episode of strangers in the pines don't forget to check us out on social media at the rpg empire have an awesome day and play on